Welcome, welcome everyone to a brand new episode of Owning Her Health. I know you can't believe it because I've been gone for uh, over a month and I can't believe it. Um, I just didn't have the feelies, guys. I did not have the feelies. It, it came upon me. I, I got inspired for that Friday the 13th episode and then all of a sudden I just had a feeling like I should not be doing it. <laughs> I wasn't a procrastinator. I mean, I actually kept recording. I actually have uh, these sessions edited, ready to go. They felt like they shouldn't be shared. That's all I can say. And that brings me to a very important thing about being a medicine woman. You will, you will come upon times when you have been working on shedding a lot of the noise in your life, when you've been moving yourself out of a place of pain, flipping it into this passionate new love affair with yourself that then can be shared with your audience or shared with your relationships at home or shared with your friendships or shared in your communities. When you're doing that work seriously, you will start to notice that you are told kind of what to do. Uh, you're, you're, you're guided. You know, so many times, many of us uh, that might be walking the spiritual path, I'll call it. If you're not into calling it the spiritual path, you can just call it personal development, personal reflection. But guys, you can't go into personal development uh, for years. And if, and if it's actually working, you cannot expect not to get more sensitive to the higher faculties of your mind, which are perception and, um, and, and intuition and reasoning skills that bring you above judgment or, or what I will say is more advanced than reactory feelings of judgment and isolation, which actually separate, you will actually start going up to a level of discernment. You will really truly trust yourself. And when you get certain feelings and you don't listen to them and it burns you, you get very smart about uh, listening. I mean, there's really no purpose for personal development if you're not going to actually go from where you are, grow from where you are, and glow, glow up from where you are. The whole point is not so that you can be a recluse in a hole, hiding your spiritual wisdom and telling no one of anything that you've learned. Now, I know that there are stories of many cave-dwelling gurus in the yoga world, and the point of which, or the Buddha, or Jesus in the, in the desert for 40 days, or, you know, these stories, but the point of these stories were to hear for the parables to speak to those of that time, in the words of that time. And the reality was is that, yes, sometimes we need solitude, sometimes we need quiet, and yes, right now in modern times, that is extremely extremely a luxury that even the wealthiest wealthiest of people 
fail to take. But if you are one of these people that truly knows the benefit of this in your life and you're doing the work and you do the self-reflection, you will come upon a time where you can no longer lie to yourself. You can no longer live happily ever after in the illusion. And when you hit those times, it is very empowering. And so I tell you (laughs) that I get you and I hope that you can still welcome me as I evolve into an evolutionary woman, guiding those of you into the conscious masculine and the conscious feminine that you are and understand that I'm still going through the rockiness. I'm still going, we're all going through the rockiness. This is a rocky time. And if you're sensitive, you have got to think of yourself first, especially if you're a person on a mission who, it, who attempts to utilize their, their awareness, their learning, their own pains, flip them into a passion, flip that into a profit so that they may live in this world at this time that allows them to still be abundant in their thinking, abundant in their life, to welcome abundance. You're going to have to clear out a lot of the crap that's taking the place of the abundance right now. And I want you to really understand that. This is why people have run from you. This is why people have run from the topic of spirituality because spirituality is a study of self. It's a self-reflection. It's a mastery of self. This is why we feel more comfortable watching, you know, Yoda and, 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 and Luke Skywalker do it. Okay? This is why we feel, this is why we have a wonderful loving of, of, of Darth Vader because he's our own darkness and we, we feel compassion for the villain in ourselves hopefully. Uh, many times we don't, but when you're doing the work, you start feeling the compassion for that, that duality within yourself. You start realizing that everything's just one coin with two different sides, many different sides. And when you do that, you will come across times where when you are on the wrong path for what your objective is, for the outcome you want, where you're truly at a place of faith, when you are truly noticing you feel better living within grace and living within that trust and living truly in love with yourself and emerging from that as the evolutionary woman or conscious masculine that you are, then by all means, you're going to miss a few weeks on your podcast. Things are not going to be perfect you're going to possibly lose people who need you to be perfect. You're going to possibly fall out of the minds of people who really don't miss you not being there. If you were tantalizing to them and stimulating to them and and a momentary high and you're no longer there like a drug, they will either crave you and seek you out at the first hint of you back into their awareness or they won't. They're over you. And that, my friends, is 100% owning your health right now. 
Welcome to this episode of Owning Her Health with your host, Dr. Lisa Holland, PT. Join Lisa as she starts the conversation on what it really takes to become a healthy, wealthy, and whole CEO of your life. Listen in to real talk by real lady leaders in all walks of life as they open up on personal health stories, wealth, career, and feminine abundant living. Learn how to grow by owning your body, expanding your mind, and aligning your soul with the purpose only you can pursue in this world. Happiness begins with owning her health right now. Everyone to a new episode of Owning Her Health. This week I have on Dr. Justin Trascalaire. Dr. Justin, if you've been on my YouTube, my ill-fated YouTube that I just cannot get together since 2013, <laughs> um, I had uh, I have a couple episodes over there uh, with uh, Living, Loving, and Learning uh living lifestyle leadership and and i had justin on dr justin trusclair from china he's originally from the us of a but um we met on social media and i we have we always have great chats we kind of talk shop and um the unique thing is that he's a doctor of chiropractic who has a podcast a doctor's perspective and reached out to me because he, he interviews and what I love is he interviews all sorts of doctors, all sorts of de- clinical doctors. And um, really, I think that's really where we have to go, right? We have to stop being like, this doctor's better than this doctor. It depends on what you're working on. So that's why I kind of, you know, uh, I guess I had an affinity for Justin. We just have really great business chats to be perfect honest and uh we were having a chit chat and I was like you know what and this would be really good for my uh women in the my body brand academy for like a master class kind of extra add-on into our vault because Justin has a way of um I think that he does pretty well with the marketing of his books and the use of his ebooks he went over to China and He's establishing himself as an expert and um, has published a couple of books, uh, self-published them. So from that perspective where you see people uh, working on utilizing creative ways to get in front of people at different points in the conversation, and if you listen to me for any length of time anywhere, if you're following my stuff, definitely if you're part of my Goddess Wisdom Mastermind Facebook page, I'm always talking about this curvy hustle approach to playing this branding game and, and well marketing game and playing it from an aspect of influencer relationship feminine leadership ways of connection community and and what better way than to put a book in someone's hand where they can you know obviously it's a low cost way to get get talking to you maybe they are, are needing to save for the consult or the evaluation but it does the also the flip in that it gives you a uh, validity in a way you can get testimonials on that so I just thought it would be a really great conversation I also like how uh you know he's got this story you know how does a guy from Colorado a chiropractor turn up in China in a hospital of all places working in in a collaborative way of that and then also having his own uh you know his clinics and 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 even some ideas that I think are, are coming out of all of this work understanding how to uh utilize that status of, of literally being a unicorn right in in china there this like bald white guy <laughs> from, from uh louisiana i think he's originally from and um you know 
planting shop in in here. He ended up with having a, a wonderful Asian wife, now has a baby, and is doing his business thing. So I actually see him as a very curvy hustler, and I thought I would have him on. So we talk about, so if you are basically interested in writing a book, uh, using that in some sort of your marketing funnel, uh, if you're just interested in, in, in writing it because you want to share it with your family, you feel like you have a message, you have a mission, uh, you want a legacy, anything like that. Because, you know, the reality is, is that your voice is important. That's one thing I hope that I empower you with through owning her health is part of us being healthy, regardless of wealthy and how you define wealthy, regardless of how you define success, I think part of your definition of success should be owning your health. And part of owning your health is owning your voice in the bigger picture, whether it be in your home, out in your community, in your industry, in the whole entire world, the global economy, you know, that is part of it. That is part of the reason you're here, moving your message, the message, your, your life story in some sort of way, whether, you know, even if it's just, even if it's to just get down on a blog or a journal, something that you wanted to say to somebody in a, in a, in a, in a, in one page, a letter, your voice, your opinions, your thoughts on a conversation, wherever your feeling needs to be shared, it should be. That is a sacred rite of passage of just being a human being. Otherwise, you would not have language. You would not have the communication skills that we have potential for, but that we're desperately losing if we don't start working on these types of things. Um, that, it, that it, you're, you're, you're wasting that. You're wasting that. So I had Justin on. We're going to have this great episode. He's going to give some cool tips on, uh, you know, things like secret, little secret weapons and becoming a number one Amazon uh, bestseller, tips on upcycling some of your, your content. But like I said, just even just getting your message out there, just a way, way to get your message out there in a unique way. So without further ado, here is Dr. Justin Trosclair. This episode is sponsored by Mind Body Brand Academy. Mind Body Brand Academy is your eight week launch cycle. We do it two times a year. We invite you into the tribe for two times a year um, into the circle. And it is a marketing mastermind, but it's, it, it is something that is quite unique. We work eight modules first time through. You're getting through a lot of the uh, personal BS that keeps you small, keeps you out of jumping from that bigger leap. And then we get into the basics of marketing, marketing funnels, you know, all the things that you're just like overwhelming you, not getting a digital presence, not getting online for. Uh, basics, how you're going to connect with your community, what's your brand, who's your who's your most ideal soulmate uh, avatar or, or, or customer, the whole 360 customer degree life cycle, um, which we call the a, a customer experience or the experience of your community members, building community, how you're going to do that, picking your platforms, all the basics that are, are seemingly really overwhelming. We get that, we get that through, through the curriculum. But subsequently, we invite you in every eight weeks that goes on, no further charges, just to help you launch as you evolve. So that maybe one day you're going from procrastination station day one to maybe just even getting that domain and getting that Facebook page. Maybe by the fourth time you're in, you are launching a book. You are getting your brand out there. You are getting known. So welcome you over to Mind Body Brand Academy. That's www.mindbodybrandacademy. And find out how you can get on the waiting list for our next eight-week round. I am your hostess with the mostest, Dr. Lisa Holland, PT. And I'm excited to bring you our second 
masculine divine conscious masculine guest here, Dr. Justin Trosclair. But most recently, as I was starting to bring on some uh, men onto the podcast and expand some of the conversations into some of the business-minded things as well as the, the, the health and wellness uh, for the whole picture, I, I got to realize, you know, Justin does a really great job of, of pulling people uh, into some of his work that he's done. He, he's, he's a creative like me, I can tell. You know, he, he's an author, he writes on his blog, he does creative things, bring, you know, his clinic over in, in China, you know, they, they, they work towards, like I do, getting the cause of the symptoms, creating a fun environment, not being like everybody out of the box, what's expected, using, you know, latest tech, or at least being up to date with things. So we got to talking, and I just thought, you know what, Justin's got his uh, second book out there. He's got a podcast that he that he invites everyone in. I think he's really good in creating community, and um, you know. So I said, "Hey, Justin, how about how about we talk on my podcast and come on?" And he was nice enough to do that. So uh, thank you very much, Justin, for being here. I'm going to flip it over to you. Why don't you tell my audience? Uh, we we tend to be a lot of. Uh, healthcare providers, also women, women versus men, conscious men that, but uh, I, I speak a lot of obviously of women's empowerment and, and expanding that conversation um, in terms of, of uh, who's on here, you know, it could be anybody from the yoga teacher to the, to the stay at home mom and, and everything in between, whether or not they're working and playing and living work life kind of balance. Tell us a little bit about kind of what you do, how your chiropractic's uh, different, what got you to China, and uh, what you're doing now. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on the show, especially if it's woman-based. Uh, it's, it's always fun to be able to like, all right, I made the top. No. <laughs> yeah, I just, I think we have a really great conversation. I think you're, you're We have. So originally I was in Denver doing chiropractic, had my own thing. I had sold my clinic because I kind of miss family and all of those types of feelings. But then why did I go to China? Well, I realized I'd like to have a little break too. I wanted something yeah. where I could work, travel, see a new culture, but also like, you know, make money. <laughs> so yeah. There's only so many places that you can go without having to like take, retake all of these boards. And if anybody's taking boards, that's a big deal, especially six, seven years later, you kind of forget about some of the things you don't deal with all the time, like a, yeah. oh, the kidney function on the glomerular level. I don't know, I don't remember. Right. I can relearn it, but I didn't want to. Yeah. So anyway. So China, China came up, and we had the opportunity to work in a hospital, which I thought would help me in the future. Unlike PTs, we don't really get that opportunity very often. So I thought that could really boost my resume in the future. So do a little time for a lifetime benefit later, work in an orthopedic office or something. And after like one year, I ended up sticking around for like four and a half, five years now. It's kind of crazy. But uh, And I'm married, so this is now. So before I wasn't, but now I am. With child now, with a child. Now with a child, just turned one year old in about a week. So really excited about that as well. And all this was, you know, the books, that was pre, pre-baby. Yeah. And, you know, in China, I, there's not a lot of people that speak English in where I live. So I was kind of getting bored, and I was talking to my buddy in, uh, in America, and I was like, hey, man, I think I could do a podcast, you know, because there's all these people that, you know, they have short podcasts. You can't dive in deep, deep with the guests sometimes and they'd say something you're like would you just ask about that that's crazy <laughs> you just glossed over it all right or, yeah i was making a million bucks i had three clinics and then i went through a divorce and don't see my kids and that's probably the hardest part of my life and i'm like well that's not good either 
Right. Come on. So my podcast will focus kind of on marketing, asking all kinds of different types of doctors, you know, from podiatry to PT and all this to find out what it is that they do, what's their specialty, what kind of marketing are they doing? And then I always ask, how do you keep the love alive in your relationship? And then, uh, you know, favorite books, of course, and then how to take vacations, because a lot of us, we don't, we're private practice. You take a vacation, quote, you're losing money. Do you mm -hmm. hire somebody? Yeah, what do you do? Because that's going to be affecting your spouse's relationship as well. And that's something that I hear as guys. Oh, my wife wants to take another vacation. Doesn't she know I have to work? It's like, oh, come on. That's not a great um, thought pattern there. You should want to take vacation too and see your kids and your family in a different location. But um, so that was a catalyst for that. And, you know, while I was working, we're not that busy. So you got downtime. You can only surf social media so long and read so many books and you just kind of start getting bored and that's kind of what was going on. And uh, so there's not a lot of English books. Shipping takes forever. So you know what? I've got these thoughts in my head, you know, with the red book right here on my, mm -hmm. what is that, right? Yes. Your left? Yeah. That was like pretty much everything that you can think of. It's got health. Oh, look at there. Got it's got it. health. Got the book here for the video people. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure if you got version one or version two, but version two, after about six months, I was like, finances. I talk about this stuff all the time and budgeting, and it's a stressful situation. So talk about that and all the other, you know, health and exercises and how to trick yourself with some things I learned in China. So pull that all together. And then the second book, you know, being around Eastern Western medicine, um, my department does acupuncture all the time and different things. And I had some notes and some things from America. And I was like, let's compare these things and start pulling things together. And so I was like, hey, here's 40 conditions that you can do at your house. You don't have to have needles. Um, and then, you know, that one's a difficult one to market sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> social media has all these rules. And I'm like, ah, come on. So, uh, but I think that's a pretty good book too, so. Yeah, well, there's a couple of things, Justin, that I, I, I hear from there that I love. Number one, you made your podcast to be, um, you know, conversational but you know, more conversational with these people. Yes, you're talking about their, you know, the way that they treat, maybe what they're doing, but it was really the person behind, you know, having those conversations. How do you, how do you, how do you work this in your life? You know, because I, I don't think, I, I agree, there's not a lot of those conversations. I mean, that's a major, major reason with my goddess was to mastermind. I have even that private group. It's just to be a woman who's doing this solopreneur here, healthpreneur thing, like just, being the person, which I think is important. So I think that's awesome. Um, and I like the idea of, uh, you know, using your downtime, because I think there's a lot of practitioners who I'm not, I'm not an, you know, I'm a science nerd. I'm uh, whatever. I'm into anatomy. You know, like, I'm not good enough. I'm not that guru person I took that continuing ed from. I have nothing to contribute. Why do you think, you know, you were able to kind of is that just your personality or do you see the same thing where maybe people are not, you know, yeah, you have some downtime. Let's make some content. Let's do something with your skills in another way to bring a different revenue stream. Do you see that being a problem in chiropractic as well or in other disciplines you work with? I would say yes and no. Like in chiropractic, there's lots of gurus who have a successful practice and they see a way to make money. And so yeah, they're like, let me package this. You guys get a lot more marketing in school than we do as physical therapists. Right. And, and we actually kind of get upset with our own people sometimes because they're, they might be selling things that were like 
that was popular back in the 80s, but it doesn't really work today, or like for some reason it's very personality driven. So there is that you need to really investigate who who you're following and and all that. So if they ask you to produce the book, it's kind of nice to spend what 20 bucks and find out what they're talking about and if it resonates with you. But for myself and I think for other people, you may not be someone who likes to write. Like I'm always creative. I like to draw stuff and you know, I'd write things like for the blog. And so I enjoy that. So if you don't like that, that's going to be tough to use that for your downtime to torture. But maybe you can put a headset on and create a podcast, like they say, or if you like video, do a video and you can convert that to every other piece of uh, right. thing. So you can have a, a blog post from your video. You can have an audio from your video all from one, one video. So I think you have to find out what you're excited about and what makes you happy. And maybe if it's photography, Okay, if it's photography, go with that too. But then you probably got to make a mem out of it. Otherwise, right, right. depending on your, your audience. So I think, especially females, they're very creative, I think, in a lot of those areas. So just using your time, like blocking out, if you have patience, maybe scheduling yourself to where you have that hour to where you can be creative and not jump on the computer and, and waste the time every day. I mean, that's the thing is like when you're writing a book, it's not something that you're going to knock out in a day. Um, sure. it takes a little bit of time every day and you may not hit it every day, but you just have to not feel guilty about that. And I think that's part of it is, well, I said I was going to do it. And then today you got things that hectic or, you know, people have kids and, you know, unfortunately women are still what 60 or 70% of the household yeah. responsibilities still right. fall on them. Uh, so they're going to have a lot less time to be able to do it. And I think you just can't feel guilty if you don't do it one day or two. Um, but the well, idea is the like to expand your horizons, though, right? But like do something else with – there's always some other way you can use your – I think your degrees. And I think, you know – and like you said, to, 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 to float your boat. I don't know how it is in chiropractic, but I can tell you in physical therapy, I think, unfortunately, there might have been a group of people that sort of went in wanting one thing got another and they don't really have anything in the area anymore that floats their boat <laughs> and that's the oh. problem they've got these bills and this and that but if you do i think some people maybe prematurely go take another degree go in you know something else in some other shiny new object you know some oh, certification yeah. and this and that and they go do that for a while but really if they expanded maybe what their original stuff was in 57 different flavors they might be really saving themselves some money and still driving some different variation in their practice. So how did you get into, like, did you self-publish? Like, how to give us a little lowdown, because I think that a lot of people are super intimidated, and you've done two books. So what, yes. what don't we know? What, 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 what can we learn from you in the, in the snapshot of that? It's not hard to self-publish. In fact, it's very, very easy. So if you're worried about, a, if you want a book deal, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not that guy. I don't think right. yeah, my stuff is great, but I mean, I'm not Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> we're talking about book. the self-publisher. Yeah, we're, we're talking, book. you have an idea, you want to put it on paper. Maybe you've lost 50 pounds. Like I had lost uh, 20, 25 pounds coming into China. I didn't think I was fat until I saw a picture a couple years later. I was like, oh, look at that. I got big. <laughs> I mean, you know, um, so it was kind of like my weight loss journey was part of what, what, what I wrote about. And I had a blog for a long time. So I was like, let me look, go through that and see what's available. So the book is set up, it's kind of like you're reading a blog post because you are. And 
that's a great thing too. If you wrote your content, you can just repackage it. The, the, yeah. the issue is having to organize it. And what's good, once you've figured out how the order, you can print everything out and then have it like in piles. So for organization, because sometimes on the computer in a Word document, you know, that's tough to, to really get organized. So um, once it's organized and you kind of figured it out, you write it, you can go to Fiverr, you know, .com, and they've got everything you need. Uh, the book designer, the editor, and you can pay different kind of editors. You can have the comma and punctuation person, but you can also pay extra, extra, and they will tell you, hey, this whole paragraph is dumb. Or <laughs> you have this and you have this way over here 100 pages later. You should really combine those. I can help you with that and go from there. So you can, however much you want to pay, you can get it nice. Um, they also say you should, I learned this on one of the podcasts I listened to, uh, you can read your book to yourself. Because when you read a paragraph, you really see, wow, that really didn't flow well at all out loud, but on paper it sounded great. Uh, and then you can fix it up. And you just go to um, Kindle Direct Publishing. It's a couple of clicks. You sign in, you create an account. It's a little bit different than the Amazon, so you just, it's still Amazon, but you have to uh, get a new password and everything. But uh, it tells you what format, and that's another thing you can get on Fiverr. They'll format the book to whatever sizes that you want. You go on the, the, the Kindle page and you find out what's the common sizes for the, uh, for the book publishing. Tell them which one you want. You know, grab a bunch of books, whatever size you like, and then they'll format it. Then you have somebody else convert it to a Kindle. And then you have the files and the artwork and everything. And you just upload it. And then you write up a description. Description is really important. You know, if you want to talk about like marketing, go through some of the books that you like the best or that you see as the number one bestsellers and get a template of what they're doing. Put your stuff in there. Again, get that proofread. You can pay to get somebody to do HTML if you don't know how to do any coding because you can bold, you can italic, you can put little bullet points and things, I think, in the uh, description. But um, although if you don't have HTML, that, it doesn't work. So you can't just copy your Word document and put it over there. So you, you may have to pay somebody five bucks to uh, HTML it for you. Um, out of that, you which price and hit submit. And then probably within 72 hours, your book is live for people to purchase. Mm. And it is out there. And you get an ISBN number, which is put in the Library of Congress. So this book here is self-published. This book is literally published, but I used uh, 48-hour books. Dropping links like crazy over here. But I, that's a company that I use. You can print books. And it only takes like two days to get them printed. But the best option, I think, you know, there's always the deal. You buy 100, you get 25 free. And it is not ISBN. You can't find this blue book, this acupuncture book, anywhere unless you know me, which is not the greatest sometimes because that means if you don't market, nobody knows you. On Amazon, they could kind of discover you if you keyword it correctly and, and all of that. Yeah, so it's kind of like it does. It takes a strategy because you could utilize, let's say, your blue book in-house, more local, talks, conversations to follow up, and – you know, become this sort of, uh, you know, expert, expert kind of whatever. And you could use the Tomorrow's Health, maybe that's more world, you know, global, has the IS, IBM, what is it, ISB? ISBN, the barcode. Yeah, so I know what you're talking about. I'm just going to remember the letters, the, the way that it went. <laughs> um, that, uh, that has that out there and is on, let's say, you know, a Kindle or this or that to drive people to your other things that are more global and this and that, like your podcast, 
let them see your personality. You know, I mm-hmm. feel like, you know, being, and, and that's one of these conversations I'm always having in the Mind Body Brand Academy is, you know, you kind of have to think like, it's not just, I'm going to write a book because everybody told me to write a book and that's my opt-in. And I mean, that can be, but kind of think of like, what audience are you targeting and where are you taking them? Because like you said, it would really make no sense to go global with the needless acupuncture, you know, needleless, needleless acupuncture to go to your clinic. You know, the, yeah. the push there shouldn't be to go to your clinic per se, because a lot of the people globally can't go to your clinic in China, whereas the other one, they might see your personality, this and that. You drive them to, you know, maybe you have some sort of consulting services or something that they could take part in. So I think that's a le- level people don't really realize that not only it's write the book or get the opt-in or the white page or something in, in some sort of marketing. And for those of you that are listening in that are in any sort of sales or anything, and by the way, if you are a stay-at-home mom or dad and you, or you're just somebody that's building a multi-level marketing, you need to be listening to these conversations to protect your business. I will say that because um, – I think a big problem people do, or even if they have, uh, I don't know if chiropractic would be in that bubble, but I know physical therapists, a lot of times they'll be part of a chain of like, you know, uh, such and like a corporate chain and they'll have a franchisee owner, but you're really almost like in a multi-level marketing company, you know, it's really like you're selling essential oils or, or such and such shake or something because you're putting your, you know, you're, you're putting paint on the wall, but it's the other person's model of a business, which is fine. It packages it for you, but that's a very different marketing conversation, I think, to protect yourself because you have to, you know, make sure that you're bringing people, like I would say, like if you were working in a hospital, Justin, right, in China, there would be a Mm -hmm. different conversation to make sure maybe you were collecting emails and not just the hospital was collecting emails because then when Justin leaves, it would be nice if he took his audience with him instead of leaving it with the hospital, right? Correct. And, and like what you're saying made me think when you're writing your book, you, what is your goal? Is it a big business card? Is it a $3 business card? Because if that's the case, you're going to write it different than Justin's manifesto of health. Right. Like if you're trying to be, you know, Dr. Phil's psychology book, you're probably like going to write it differently. But for me, and I didn't do it enough in this book, but now that I, it's that easy to edit, I can just go through and right. do it. I would, I would definitely put more uh, dropping hints in my group coaching, even if you don't have group coaching, if that's your goal, well, my past clients have maybe said or mm-hmm. tried this. Mm-hmm. You might have pages for th- some of the times with like your website. Here's how you can contact me. The way you write it would be like, in past, some of my patients, if you're interested, you can just go to this website. And then you might have something that they can already download. Like I packaged – well, yeah, other book. Exactly. I've packaged four different like giveaways to try to get people interested, you know, like you said, the downloads. So there's certain things that I've already pulled from the book to give away for free. So you mentioned those in the book so that people might go back to it because they might want something quick and easy on their web on their um, computer, or on their phone. What were those twelve exercises for back pain? I don't right. I don't know where your book went, but I know they're on the computer somewhere. Right. So and in the back of the book you can have literally a sales page. Of anything else that you have, uh, you know, a lot of authors put previous books they've written in the front. You can do that too. You can have whatever you want. It's your book. So if your goal is to get patients worldwide or locally, you're going to write your book differently. And then when you go to pass these out, 
You can give them away for free to your clients who refer. You can, when you're out and about, you might be able to get some news coverage if you're in a local area, and especially if you're like in a smaller town, you're like, hey, local doctor published a book. Right. Write a press release. Now you might actually get on TV or free newspaper ads. And uh, people just, they see a book, they think like you're an expert now. Because yeah. they're like, I never really yeah, write it's a, book. It's a, it's a credibility thing. But I think you mm -hmm. played it, you know, um, great points there with like, you know, you're going to write your book differently. And I think you played, uh, you played both those books a little differently. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, one of them, you're like the expert, you know, like this is how you do acupuncture for these types of things on your own, follow my lead. And the other one, you were almost like the outcomes guide, like more like the personal trainer. That's like, look, I used to be 400 pounds. Now I'm like, you know, 200 pounds. This is what I did. Follow this mm -hmm. plan. And you could, I mean, if we're, you know, extrapolating that could very well become a online program where they do the things exactly. and, and download it and whatever like that's a very different path than you wouldn't be making somebody an acupuncturist from your book you know like right, <laughs> right? you'd be yeah. leading them into coming in for some other treatments or something and it's all about it's how much marketing you want to do like what you've already established is quite impressive to me because i'm still in the beginning stages of trying to build out that part of uh dare i say income because you got to my wife is amazing at sales. She's super cool. Like, I told my buddy, one of my buddies, I was like, yeah, she hit number five in the whatever. And she's like, he's like, I'm not surprised. I was like, I know, but it's, it happened quick. <laughs> she's just, and you know, spouse, spouse supportive person. You can't do these things without, without that because it takes time to do everything. And so she's been super awesome to give me that time and space to be able to do it. And, uh, yeah, that's and big, it's true. It's got to be a partnership. I mean, this is, again, you know, getting into that work-life reality here. Um, how do you make it work? In, I mean, this is, it's a, it's, 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 it's a family buy-in. I mean, it's, this is a strategy of, like, what are we doing here? What are we building? But I think there, and I do think there's so many people that are like, if you're going to treat your career like a job, even when you're working for somebody else, that's very different, I think, on the family dynamics than when you say, this is my career and I'm building this like career. I'm, I'm building this, like you said, divert, you know, this diversification, this way to earn a living using this degree in this way, using this in this way, using my personality in this way, using my, you know, even now, you know, as we're having this conversation, you know, you can be consulting on things. I know you were talking to your friends and, and kind of like talking about the marketing aspects because you did, you got your book, you know, out there and, you know, set it up to be, you know, number one in certain categories and this and that. So, you know, that is, that, that's number one best-selling author on Amazon. That's right. You, you can't there take you that go. from me. So what did you hit, Justin? What did you, what were you able to hit with? And how did you do that? So a trick, and you might pay somebody to figure this out. And I didn't have to pay because I just Googled a lot of stuff. There's 10 categories that you can show up for on Amazon. However, you can only pick two categories when you submit your book. So it's like the browsing, the keywords. So once you go, through, if you look on the left and you find a book, they'll tell you nonfiction, uh, alternative therapy, women's health, and then you find these books that you're looking for. So whatever, that's just an example. Mm -hmm. So if you, now I've seen that, I don't like the way they do this. A lot of fiction books, They'll 
put their category like a nonfiction uh, diet therapy and exercise. And you're like, mm-hmm. dude, you're writing right. softcore porn. What are you talking? Right. I don't know. You know, you know. Very so, much not nonfiction. <laughs> right. And they've, they've become number one because there's just no competition. And that's right. what you're looking for. You're looking for categories that fit your book that are low competition. And so whenever you do your email blast and hitting up everybody you know to promote your link that that couple days that you put it for free or for like a lower price typically so that you can do it um that's what you do so things like work-related health diet therapy for me physical medicine and rehab musculoskeletal disease occupational medicine osteopathy some of those so i had seven that i hit number one in and the book went from like not even on the charts to top 105 in all of kindle free and number 122 in all of paid and the actual book itself made it to like 232,000 out of like, you know, there's like 6 million books out there or more. So it was, yeah, that's amazing. blew me away that I could do it. Yeah, because it doesn't sound like it's too, I mean, obviously you need a strategy, but it's not rocket science. Well, and some people question the ethical about it. Like, oh, now you're a number one author, huh? How many books did you actually sell? You're like, that's a secret. You don't talk about that part, like how many it actually took. What you're because- saying, but you're saying something that I think is very important. And this is what people have to understand. These are all strategies. We're not saying every, I mean, yes, you got to watch. Everybody does have people and they did pay people. Like, you know, I say this like on Twitter followers and Instagram followers. I mean, these people that have. You're not going to get rich selling books, people. Right. Yeah. You're you're lucky to pay a bill. You're excited. It's not, I mean, some people do, but I mean, like you got to be, it's a different process and you, and you need to be carried by a major publisher and kind of get, you know, in that, in that circle. Um, but you know, what you're discussing is one thing we have to really realize. And again, I, I'm trying to close the bridge. That's why I try to bring some of these things into the masterclass and stuff like that. I think there's a lot of people, professionals, you know, everyday people who do have something to say, but feel like they could never be number one or this or that. And they who really fail to realize that that is not necessarily because that person's so much better than them or so much more respected, they calculated a way to do that so they could use it for their marketing. And ethical versus not ethical, the point is all of this is marketing. I mean, all of it- Even Tim Ferriss did it. A course and then writes a book out of that course. It's all to get people to admire them enough so that they can sell them something. I mean, that's the reality. Yep, it's credibility, building everything up so that you can eventually, you know, I'm not going to get rich making a buck 50 on a book. But if I get a client that wants coaching at who know, whatever you want us to charge. Right. 200 a month, 1200 a month, 10,000 a year. Whoever you are and whatever you want to charge, that's a lot of money from just writing a book. Right. 10,000 a client for a year. A lot of the big time, you know, personal development people they're like, "I will send this book to you for free. Just 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 get the shipping and handling." Because basically, that's all they're paying per book being published, self-published, is the shipping and handling probably, you know. Or it's called a value ladder. I right, give you a free a book. Ladder. You buy my 197 whatever plan. Then you, sell, then you buy the $600 one. Then you buy the $3,000 coaching. And then ad nauseum. You just – there's a percentage right. of people that will just – And it's important. If you're, if you're listening to this and you're just maybe – I don't know. You got interested in the whole marketing conversation. You're not necessarily a professional marketing things. And you're listening to this and you're like, oh, my God, I'm being scammed. It's not so much – yes, you are. You are being scammed by some people. You should be aware. Some people. That's the hard part. Right. That's the thing. Like, you should look into it. That's why it's good to, like, you know, listen to somebody's podcast. Look, 
get look at what they're doing. But even like Google, Google Google reviews now. I mean, there's Bluebird, I think it's called, or or whatever, where you can pay them to like you know basically push to get your five star marketing, you know, your five star reviews or whatever reviews on Google. You 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 pay them in the platform. They go and you know you pump in your people. They go and they market for them to make a testimonial, and then they really push the ones that are the highest. So you have to dig a little. But I will say, there's a lot of people that are really great, which is why I'm trying to bring this information. There's so many practitioners that I see are so great, but they're a little smaller. You know, they weren't in 10, 15 years ago, so they don't have the big clinic right established they're young they got doc you know they've got continue they've got their school fees still to pay you know their their tuition to pay back and stuff like that like they don't they feel like they're in a disadvantage and they really maybe get burnt out taking all these certifications and this and that just to prove themselves in one way when in reality maybe they're really gifted for that person no they're not going to teach their peer you know how to do you know, a high bulk. It's a different market. That's not their market. Exactly. You're going to teach the average somebody who didn't go to whatever school, doctor school, you know, whatever doctor school you are, something. And that I feel like, you know, that's why I'm having this conversation. There's ways to make this uh, something you can do to get to the right people so that they even know. So that they right. even know. Because it can't always be just the people that are the gurus. There's so many people who have learned from them who also have a unique voice in the conversation. And what's frustrating for us sometimes, there's a lady that makes millions. She has almost no qualifications, none. But she's in the fitness and health realm and makes millions. And you are a doctor. So if you're, you know, if you're a PT, you have way more experience, but it's marketing and it's packaging. I interviewed a lady. She uh, has a cool little backstory. She's got a great system. She's building all of that out. And I saw the other day on LinkedIn, she's got a course on jump rope because she like jump rope. She she had bad knees or something. So she likes to jump rope and like she'll travel the world and she'll jump rope like in front of the, the pyramids or something like that. And you're like, this is kind of funny. But now she has like a little course, how to jump rope. And right. it's just a way to get emails and get people right. engaged because they're like, oh, your personality, you jump rope, that's your thing for some reason. And uh, we like you. We like that. Yeah, I'll, I'll give jump rope a try. Right. And it, it's, it's, so. it's funny, but it's also like it's creative as all hell. Like I'm just like, that's creative. Like if you can make that work, then do More it. Power. And I think one thing that I didn't mention, you know, it wasn't like you just published your book and you put in some keywords. I mean, you were active on them on your email list. So you were actively pushing to your email list. So there's, again, has to be some sort of like funnel or way that you're you're doing the whole package, right? You know how frustrating it is? You know, I do the podcast, but not, I don't have everybody's email. Some people's LinkedIn, some people I had Facebook. And then I had some people in an email, and then I did like a, uh, a promotion one time, and people unsubscribed. I was like, no, don't unsubscribe. You were part of my guest. You were part of my show. So I had to go through and go find them again and just go through the whole situation. Like 140 people, that's a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. That email. Well, so anyway, well, you also that's what you have to do. As a filter, you could also look at that as a filter. I, 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 I teach a my curvy hustle stuff is actually it's kind of like counterculture and all of this stuff. It's actually very filtered. Like, like my mind body brand academy is pretty much like 
mostly marketed to my Facebook page private group. Mm. <laughs> like because I know it's such a process and it, and and you kind of have to know me like yes you're going to get basics in like getting your brand launched and packaging yourself and making sure it's your voice and you can look at a million blogs and you can get some but I'm very much on implementation. I'm going to make, you know, there's going to be no excuse in eight weeks why you can't launch this thing other than you getting in your own way. So there's a whole personal development part and section in that. But like, if you're somebody who's just like, I just want data and I want things and I just want to know information and then I'm going to do this checklist and follow it. Like if I'm in the franchise model, I'm not really looking mm -hmm. to do my own thing and be a unicorn like me. I actually want them to just like, I literally send out an email, which is so different than you. Like I send out an email every so often that I say, okay, well, here's what we're doing now, whatever, like feel free to take yourself off. Cause this is the ride we're taking. Ah. I, I use that. Cause then when my make my sales, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, I know they're already like a warmer market cause they're following me. It's not like it's like a mark, you know, yeah. I have to like weed it out then and just, target this with this email and this with this email. So there's plenty of ways. What we're saying is there are plenty of ways to kind of make this work. But again, getting that whole system idea of how you're going to do it or what you want the end result to be. Because I also think, would you agree that so many people like our colleagues, it, it is overwhelming. We don't all learn marketing. You had the grace of learning some, but like most of us don't learn anything and you go off on your own and you're just following whatever they tell you you should do. But there's really, like, do you find, like, they're just, like, they don't even know why they're doing the things they've told them to do. Like, why do I have Yeah, a that's the biggest thing. I was <laughs> supposed to have all these social media accounts, and I was told to get, try to get reviews, and I'm supposed to post. But then I forgot last month. Oh, it's been a month already. Oh, no, I should probably tell my assistant up front to post something today, and maybe for the next couple of days, and then you forget again. And I got to make a YouTube video, but I, I don't know what to write. So the... It can you probably just got bored hearing me say that, and that's the point is there's so many avenues. So you have to pick something that you, that you like or might, you might think you like, learn about it, and then focus. And there's enough gurus in every one of these things to be able to find what you don't know out. Like Udemy, have you, know, you heard of that yeah. class? Mm -hmm. I, I got a 12-in-one course to learn a little bit about every platform for like $10. And my time. Udemy is a great, I, we're, I'm definitely dropping that one. Like Udemy is a great kind of resource to get started. I don't know how they make Learn what money. you don't know. You just have so many people on there that buy so many like lower ticket things. Sometimes you have to buy stuff. If you do get, if you get everything for free, I was just listening to this, you know, this person who's amazing. Anyway, he, uh, he's like, you know, there's free content and you can, you can figure out what you need. But if you value your time and you want to make, an actual change, sometimes you have to put a little skin in the game. Even yeah. if it's 10 bucks, right. now all of a sudden you'll, you'll do what it is that you were trying to seek. Right. Otherwise, you're just consuming content and you don't do anything. With well, it. I say that about the opt-ins on people's things. Like I, I actually, again, you know, again, counterculture, I kind of like give a little resistance. Like for my marketing, um, the marketing platform that I, the lead generator that I shared with you, I kind of, you know, there's a, there's a version of that for being part of my team I want to build with that, that asks mm -hmm. you for your phone number. Like right off, like if you want to learn more, let me have your phone number. And I know that'll yeah. stop people in their tracks of like, well, if I don't want her to call me, well, if you don't want me to call you, then you're not really interested in what I'm asking you to do. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's right. a way to use it, but there's also a way to kind of be a barrier. So that's an important conversation. 
and it depends on where you're at in your business too. Like if you just need a lot of leads, then right. you may not put the phone number. But if you're right. trying to weed people out, and you're like, I'm not wasting any more time with people looking to lose. Right, right. Awesome. Right. Put a barrier. And for different things, because you could do that for different things. Like there's the, the opt-in yeah. here for maybe clinical things that I want them to kind of, you know, know, like, and trust me a little bit more or to get send them the podcast, you know, wanting to monetize that's, the podcast and stuff like that. And that's what's great about being podcast. You might show up on your website somehow. You, you heard a friend. You're like, I don't know this person. I'm not giving her my number. I don't really know if I want to buy her program. And then you're like, oh, you do a search. She's got this type of podcast and this type of media. You start consuming it. You're like, oh, I like, I like them. Oh, I like Justin's little Asian Cajun baby. That's right. cool. He's got a little accent on him. I, okay, now I connect. Or no, I really have nothing to do with this guy. We would not be friends. I don't want to talk. I don't want to buy his program. Cool. Yeah. There's plenty of people that don't like me. Exactly. And then, then that's, again, another important reason why to kind of diversify and have. And I like the idea. Again, you don't go out there and you say, I'm selling chiropractic. I'm, I'm, chiropractic? I'm, I'm out there being Justin. I think we really have to take advantage of that personal brand because, again, Justin may change his mind when he decides to leave China now with his wife and his child. Which we are. And, yeah. I mean, you want to be like, you know, I don't even know. Like, for me, I kind of have retired from being a doctor of physical therapy. Like, I work with people so much more as a coach and even like a more of a life coach. And I actually love the helping people like this in these conversations because there's such a gap and I'm creative and stuff. But if I, if you work yourself the right way and you're talking sort of the same thing, even though you're not doing the same thing, it affords you so much opportunity to pivot, you know, 20 years down the line, which is and some of the people that give you the most grief when you're on social media and they're like ragging on, Oh, this person. Oh, now you're a coach, huh? You're like, yeah, but then behind the scenes, a month later, do you find that they're trying to do something as well? well like, I mean, wait, so you, of, it's good of, for you, but not for me. Well, I think a lot of people honestly go into education clinically. They become teachers because mm -hmm. they really like to help with the teaching. But I don't know if everybody, like, academia is not for everybody. Like, for me, I'm like, academia is so stuffy on the bureaucracy side that, like, there was, honestly, I went into my online thing because I wanted to teach. Yeah. And I did not want to go into academia because I didn't want to be running research all the time. Not because I don't value research. That's another thing. They're like, oh, well, you're not real because you don't do research. No, no, no. You do the research and I read it and I critique it and I utilize. But like my thing is this so that people even know about you. Nobody's going to know about even right. anything in therapy if nobody's out there talking. So that everybody has their space. I think that's it. Like yeah. everybody can work together. Even PT here with chiropractor here, even, you know, physician with nurse or whoever, we all can sort of support each other to make sure the right people get to the right people at the right time and everybody's happy. Would you agree? Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> There's so many sick people in this whole entire world, right? To not, or, or ambitious people that do nothing or walking dead people who never find the right person to help them out of their pain. I, to think when you graduate at 25 and then you turn, you start knocking on 40 and some people are like, well, I, I've been doing it this long. I'm going to just keep at it. You're like, dude, keep at it. You could be working for another 25 years. That's a long time to just plow <laughs> through. Yeah. And I can see why, I mean, you can do that, but again, you know, there's just a different mindset. You're an entrepreneur or you're an employee. 
and just not, there's nothing wrong with being an employee. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just that if you're not I'm loving it. Do it long term, you need a personal brand. You need to take yeah. all that collection of all that experience and all that conversation and all that audience you built. Note to self, buy your own name URL. Oh yeah. I got Dr. Justin There's no time as get off this and go and buy it. It's right. 10 bucks I mean, a year. There is. By the time I went, I think, I mean, I got Dr. Lisa Holland PT.com, but I mean like there is another Dr. Lisa Holland. That's why I put mm -hmm. the PT on there. And also I was like, Dr. Lisa PT, if I could get it or like variations to like, you know, cause you don't, what you don't want and we'll end it kind of there. What you don't want is building up something for somebody else to come in who doesn't have the ethics and sort of leverage off your, you know, another Justin, Dr. Justin to come in. You know what I mean? Like you want to set yourself up specifically so that, you know, if you don't yeah. you want to set other people up completely, you know, obviously if they're copying you, that's, that's very nice, obviously. But like, I mean, there, that's the protection also. You don't want somebody running something that's completely not yours and in a different direction that would make it be, you know, you don't want somebody hurting a, people who, with a yeah. pain, taking the Dr. Justin route. <laughs> right? If you have your name, you can put everything underneath it. Like I have my own separate, a doctorsperspective.net for my podcast. And I've thought about like, maybe I should just convert it over to, the, to the, my URL name. And just have everything in one spot. But I'm like, yeah. you know what? If I ever cool, could sell the podcast that I've built, then that's not going to go well. You know, so Again, it's nice to have strategy. things separate. What's your long-term strategy? Because like me, I'm not thinking that at all. Because I yeah. utilize my podcast in a different way. And I have a different yeah. vision for it. So very, 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 very good perspective there. Like how are you How are you even using these pieces? Are, there se are they separate little kind of little entities? that you weave mm -hmm. together with you, again, you're the common thread and you can, you know, you have, have multiple shows. Right, exactly. Awesome, awesome. So Justin, tell what, what, what last little tidbits of wisdom, because I'm always asking, I'm always asking the ladies, you know, if you could see the, the, the wise person of like 10 years from now, or you could have talked to the, to the person you were 10 years ago, what would you say to them to what you've learned on this, on this voyage so far? So I'm going to ask you that as well. If you can talk to the, to the Justin 10 years ago with what you've learned so far, sort of living this life, entrepreneurial kind of uh, creative uh, practitioner life that you have, what do you think you would probably say as the person you are right now if you could whisper in that, that 10 year ago guy's ear? Wow. Um, start now. <laughs> You know, you've thought about you. You have something in your head. You've thought about a way to be creative. Start now because it takes time to build. You know, everybody says you're an overnight success, but it yeah, took yeah. you six years or three years. Yeah. And so, you'll evolve, so you'll switch. Yeah, things. yeah. It don't watch so much TV. <laughs> you know, it's fun. Limit yourself to to maybe half an hour, an hour a day, and then get yeah. something done. Um, and just. Start building your email list, Justin. Figure that out. Like you have a list, get it, especially as a client, as a physician, it's easy to get emails from people. So do that. It'll help you later on, especially with like Facebook targeting. Um, 
Yeah, before and important before you even have anything. I think a lot of people wait. Yeah. I don't have a clinic yet. I don't have a business. I don't have a program. I don't. It doesn't matter. Like if you're somebody that changed somebody's life, try to start a community with them. Like start it. Send them. Send them a birthday card every year. <laughs> like, yeah. Something. I mean, if you think about like financial, if you started saving for retirement ten years ago, right. The amount right. of money you have now versus change. starting today. Right. So it's just kind of. Use your time wise more, you know, use your time more wisely. There is something just, there's something in your brain back then that you could have done more with. So what is it? And now flush that out a little bit more. So that's, and how about if, so now with your, however you're thinking of yourself or having some ideas, because now you know that, what would you hope the guy 10 years down the line is able to tell you? From here to then? From yeah, now like till- the guy 10 years from now, what would you hope he's able to tell you about- like right now to you, like to give you some advice from then, the wiser one 10 years down the oh, road. You're still, you were doing what you needed to do. You probably should hire that person from the Philippines, <laughs> to be your, your personal assistant to get more done that you're just not willing to do because it'll pay off later. Um, don't, don't give up with uh, the podcast, for instance, because you can pivot what you've learned into easier ways or more niche markets to where you can actually monetize it a little bit easier and uh hey man it's 10 years you enjoyed europe you enjoyed china now maybe you're back in the states and you can just take everything you've learned and uh, really enrich your kids life and uh, the people that you're around on a regular basis awesome awesome well doc dr justin thank you so much for being here i think that was a great conversation definitely opened up i think probably you know my eyes to even thinking of of some other ways that I don't even think about how to utilize things and and some different perspectives on how to diversify and things like that. Where can people find you if, number one, are you open for them to kind of contact you if they do have kind of like an idea or either a podcast, how to get a podcast started or even a book idea and things like that? How could they best get in touch with you? To be honest, my my personal site's been kind of down because I've been working and not needing to actually, you know, make it awesome. So I would just point everybody to the podcast, a doctorsperspective.net. Mm-hmm. On the top right, all the social media icons are on there. So whatever you like to use, reach out to me on that. Email, of course, is, is easy. Um, and I'll, I'll reply back. You know, it's, it's something that I'm building. I enjoy, like I said, it's in, I enjoy giving back to people and, and all this stuff. And, uh, I welcome the questions and it's something I do for like students when they're asking about China. Yeah, China. You're like, well, you probably should. You probably yeah. should. I think that's and a great outlet. I think getting into students, that's been very popular in physical therapy students, getting the physical therapy students involved in some of this personal branding and marketing before they even launch so that they have leverage for their jobs. A lot of if people- you know where you're going to live as a student, there's no excuse for you to not be targeting the crud out of your zip code now but you're not a doctor yet but that doesn't mean you don't know a bajillion more than the people in your community right and in the future so great 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 advice at the very end there right under the finish line or whatever all right dr justin thank you so much for being here and we will see you guys next time let us know how you know how you like some of these marketing things and let us know 
if we can get you any information, you can either contact me via the uh, show notes at uh, Owning Her Health over on the Lipson show page. I have all the links and everything there for you. And if you get a chance and you really have some questions directly for Justin, go on over to a doctorsperspective.net and ask him because he will get back to you. All right. Thanks so much, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening into this episode of Owning Her Health with Dr. Lisa Holland, PT. To learn more about her personal and professional development service, visit her online at drlisahollandpt.com.